0: It is time to blast off inside the kennel. And now, here is a Tomahawk missile himself, Vindog Radio. Woo! Woo!
1: Woo! Woo!
0: I remember first time coming here in 2009. Uh, You know, my dream to become a part of this great uh, nation because, you know, this country has you know freedom of speech, freedom of religion and freedom of expression, freedom of press and you know the reason I, I wanted to make that word part of me and carry it everywhere I go. first I wanted to educate our young generation because you know there are so many problems that are happening all over the world but I wanted to all the kids out there to research what freedom means you know so that word is just mean a uh, world to me.
1: Yes, indeed, it sure does, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! Welcome to the kennel with myself, Vin Dog Radio and Money Bin Production. Please follow Money Bin on Twitter, Instagram, and Rumble at Money Bin Productions with a Z get y'all the business and let you know that you can follow us on podbean.com. Yes, love and follow the podcast on podbean.com. Give us five stars and please write great comments and ratings for us. We would greatly appreciate it. And it helps the podcast to grow. We're also available on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast. Pandora, and wherever you shall download podcast, And yes, indeed, we are ready to turn it up and get loose by the juice. Rex is coming up. That's right. T-Rex Radio is our guest this week, and it's going to be an awesome podcast. And I just want to talk about January 6th. Now, everybody knows that what those people did at the Capitol was wrong, right? But to blame President Trump for what happened on January 6th is absolutely heinous. It is absolutely wrong. He said... Do things peacefully. So you're going to tell me that somebody that says to do something peacefully is absolutely dangerous. That is a lie. And then you had people like Kamala Harris capitulating everything to 9-11 and DJ. Are you serious? She compared Pearl Harbor and 9-11 to what they call an insurrection, which there's no insurrection. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was probably behind it with her glove face, if you know what I mean. And here's the deal. and Robinette Biden goes on and blames the former president also. Uh, Joe Biden, what crimes did you not commit, my friend? Yeah. You should be one to talk. Joe Biden is such an idiot. <laughs> crybaby. baby. Yeah. That's Joseph. Joseph, shut up. Thank you very much. Okay. So now they are complaining. As usual, and that's what Democrats do. Democrats are crybabies. Democrats just want nothing but to cause trouble for the country. I mean, look at what they did with Jim Crow. Look at what they did with the Civil Rights Act, saying that they're going to have all the black people in lockstep for the next 100 years. Yes, Lyndon Johnson said that. And yes, the Democrats do not want to free their slaves. The Democrats are the ones, yes, those good old Confederate Democrats are the ones who killed off Native American people. Let, let's just get at it. Let's let's talk about some real stuff here. You know, and, and you know, Confederate Democrats also want to abort babies uh, at the tune to 3,000 babies a day. Half of them are black and the rest is other. Uh-huh. So you really want to get down the business, right, Democrats? Let's really talk about what's really popping off in America, huh? So, on the other side, Rex is coming up. But please love and follow the podcast right here on Podbean and all the platforms and wherever you download podcasts. Yes, The Kennel is 110% live. And you can follow me at Vindog Radio USA on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, indeed, Vindog Radio USA. So look at Vindog Radio on Instagram. And then look up Vindog USA on The Getter. We are coming back with more. T-Rex Radio is ready to bring in the new year with a new jack swing, baby. Oh, man, Money Ben's ready for a commercial break? All right, we're coming back. This is the kennel right here on Podbean.com. Back in a minute, minute sucker. Back in a minute. More with the street shooter himself right after this. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Vindog Radio it shoot straight from the hip and if you don't like it go and stuff
0: yourselves back to the kennel with mr keeping it real himself vin dog radio hey what's up it's rick D's in the morning don't forget to wake up with me right here but right now
1: vin dog welcome back to the Kittle podcast I'm myself vin dog radio money bin production please follow money bin on twitter instagram and Rumble at money bin productions with the z as you've noticed, we don't mention YouTube because YouTube always seems to like to subsequently ban everybody who stands for truth. So it is a good idea to not go on YouTube and look for the kennel because we're going to be on Rumble now and uh, we'll see how long the Rumble lasts. So... We're going to get down to business right now, ladies and gentlemen, and say please love and follow the podcast on Podbean.com. We're available on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, TuneIn Radio, and Pandora, and wherever you shall download podcasts. Now we're going to get to business with my good man, Mr. T-Rex
0: Radio. What is happening, brother? Go 49ers. Go! For- oh, I'm sorry. I was uh, <laughs> thinking. Okay. A little excited trying to calm down what a game against against your rams your rams from LA yes. and were able to win that game and and just barely get into the playoffs i want to thank the LA rams thank you rams. man the 49ers escaped by the t- skin of
1: their teeth <laughs>
0: did we there were 2 minutes left in the game here's how it went Van dogan you probably watched the game 2 minutes left we've got the ball the rams just scored a touchdown and you're like our quarterback's got like like half a hand he's got a thumb it's like you know, should be surgically repaired, but it's not. Yeah. And, and Jimmy G just takes us down the field, gets a touchdown. We go to overtime, and you're like, oh, how's this going to go? We get a field goal, and we get the win And uh, on that interception there at the end of the overtime. And uh, the 49ers are going against the Dallas Cowboys next weekend. So uh, I'm ready for it.
1: Wow, that's, that's going to be huge. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's going to be super huge. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't watch the game, but I heard about it, and I said, well, Garoppolo is the dude, man.
0: You know, you know, I think there's a good uh, Garoppolo and there's a bad Garoppolo. Um, but, I mean, the bottom line is I always say I don't need an A quarterback. That's nice that you have a Tom Brady or somebody that, I mean, is really a top-notch guy or an Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, give me a B quarterback. I can win with a, a B, a B-plus quarterback. You know, Well, I don't need, isn't Shanahan's
1: you know, uh, son the coach over there? Yes, he is. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan. Oh, yeah. no wonder why they're winning. All right. So yeah. that, <laughs> that's more than half the battle right there.
0: Right, right. You got to have a good coach. And, you know, yeah. uh, so it's going to be exciting. You know, oh, and 49ers, as a matter of fact, the Davis the Davis, the Davis family over of, uh, in Oakland. Great playoff games.
1: You mm-hmm. know. As a matter of fact, the Davis family over in Oakland, <clears throat> the team that should used to be Oakland, now they're in Vegas, right. they yeah. owe the Shanahan family some money. Oh, really? They still do? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're they're still on the hook for that one. Yes, okay. ladies and gentlemen, T-Rex Radio is in the
0: house. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Woo! There's a lot yeah, to talk so, about. I, mean, as, you know, I don't know <laughs> what you did this weekend. Uh, I know what I did this weekend. We we kind of did some Rex on the road stuff and kind of hung out with the family. Uh, my son's got a birthday coming up, and so we went out to, to dinner uh, last night and you know, as I kind of checked my phone and social media, started to roll across, and that's that Bob Saget, the uh, beloved comedian from Full House, uh, and of course stand-up comedy, had passed away. You know, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. R.I.P. to Bob Saget. You know, he stopped through to the radio station I used to work at in Riverside on the morning
0: show. I uh-huh. never, I never met him personally, but people said that he was actually a nice guy. Yeah, that's what, I mean, as, as you look at John Stamos, who was on Full House with him and a lot of other- Oh,
1: did you say John Stamos? That guy has the biggest ego in the world. He's the super
0: jerk. Okay, well, he's saying nice things about his his buddy, yeah. uh, Bob Saget. So I, I don't know. I'm just, I, yeah. <laughs> who knows about these celebrities? John Stain, <laughs> that's what I call him. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people say stuff about you, but I say he's my friend and he's a good man. Okay? Thank you very so, much. Thank you very much. Yeah. But yeah. now John
1: Stamos is a known prima donna anyway.
0: Yeah, uh, he's, always, he's always struck me as, you know, he's, he's, he's a guy he's that so into has himself to it's mirror around and, yeah. and kind of look at himself, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, How long but, will the mirror last? Uh, who, knows, <laughs> who knows with these celebrities what you're going to get. So, All uh, right.
1: Yeah. So,
0: you know, I,
1: I, I've been waiting to get to this, and, and this is hilarious, and I know that you wanted to get to this, too.
0: Okay. All and...
1: Right. Uh, This is interesting, Rex.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Now, everybody has been talking about the January 6th situation.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay.
1: So we all agree that what happened was absolutely wrong. Right. But we do know that it was an inside Pelosi job.
0: Well, I, I mean, I think there were a lot of political fractions at work.
1: Oh, which, as a matter of fact, one of yeah. the federal agents is on the hook for it, too. And
0: she was in cahoots with this guy. Yeah, I don't know. You know, the thing is, is, is everything is theater anymore. Everything is for a story. Everything mm-hmm. is for media attention. It's really hard to decipher what's real and what's fabricated and made up. Mm-hmm. You know? In my book, that's the way I kind of look at it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and and I, shouts okay. out to my man Big you know, Mark, whose uh, cousin to, is in Secret, yeah. Secret
1: Service, that gave me that inside
0: scoop too. Okay, I, nothing surprises me these days. Unfortunately, <laughs> I wish, or or I should say, when it does surprise me, it's usually something that you, you kind of wish you didn't see behind the curtain. Okay, right? did you yeah. hear? Did you hear what Blowfish,
1: aka Kamala Harris, said the other day?
0: Yeah, I've watched some stuff that... Uh, okay, yeah, now listen to what it, she it says here. It was worse here. than Pearl Harbor. It was worse than 9 Yeah, let, let's, uh, let's uh, let Blowfish yeah. say it herself.
1: Let's, let's let her say
0: it. Okay, okay. Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy
1: came under assault. What? Dates that yeah. occupy... Wait, first of all, Blowfish, we're not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Right you are, Ben Doug. She right is a dummy. Well, you know, I, I what I found interesting about that speech, uh, and, you know, is I think when she wrote this, <laughs> and she's had a bad couple weeks in media attention with things she said, she was thinking this was going to be... Uh, the Kennedy speech or something, because you can tell she's serious right here and she's not laughing, which, which tells me, um, you know, I'm surprised she didn't laugh right before she started saying that because she doesn't seem like she can ever say anything serious without. Oh, yeah. Without her cackle. cackle like yes, before.
1: yes, I know.
0: Not, not only yeah, a I, place yeah. on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. Oh. December 7th, 1941, September yeah, 11th. I, I just don't understand how you can compare it to. Wait a minute! She compare compared it to
1: 2011? 9/11 and Pearl Harbor, where thousands died.
0: <sighs> I I don't understand. I, can somebody explain it to me? All right. I, I mean, anybody? I want to
1: I, I want to explain this real quick. Okay. The damage from the January 6th debacle mm-hmm. cost almost a couple million dollars. Sure. But you don't hear these leftist Lucies say mm-hmm. anything about the 590 riots that right. happened in the country that they condoned, that cost more than two billion dollars.
0: With a you mean B. Those, you mean those peaceful demonstrations that yes. yes. burning? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure we were talking the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And then you have President. You know, the resident brain dead. Right. Giving his remarks.
0: My fellow Americans, in life there's truth. And tragically, there are lies. Like you. Lies conceived and spread for profit and power.
1: Like the Biden crime family. Keep going. (laughs) We must be absolutely clear about what is true and what is a lie. And Joe Biden is a lie. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
0: Joe Biden playing the part of Here's the truth. The former president of the United States of America has created and spread a web of lies about the twenty twenty election. All right.
1: (laughs) I don't think he's the only one that's questioning the election. Yeah. There's a poll there's a poll that came out that said even a majority of Democrats questioned the 2016 election they questioned the 2020 election also
0: right right i think you know i the thing is this has been going on since uh gore and bush and since that happened since that election happened and the hanging chad in florida um i think that we've kind of questioned our presidential elections just a little bit
1: yeah uh yeah yeah it's it's insane so yeah, th- this is this is all propaganda. It's another thing to spend more of the taxpayer's money on nonsense. Mhm. And then to double down, these tards are saying
0: that one half of the country are terrorists. What? Yeah. You know, you know, the thing the thing we used to have in this country was political parties didn't didn't talk about folks who happen to vote for the other political party as terrorists as uh, you know, uh, a threat to the country or whatever. I, I just don't understand why we're doing that. I, I, I that makes no sense to me. Um, we're all Americans, you know. Let's come together. Uh, it seems like we talk about this all the time. Let's come together as Americans and try to make this country a better place. All instead right. Instead Try to see if we can incite the other side to violence.
1: Exactly. So there was a, a recent poll taken, and this in this has to, in this. I don't care who you are has to be disturbing after I read this to you. Okay. All right. These questions were raised. It said, should the vaccinated and the unvaccinated be separated or put in camps?
0: Uh, that is scary. Independence,
1: is scary. independence yeah. overwhelmingly said no.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, conservatives, 96% said no. Right. 50% of Democrats said yes.
0: Right. Is that crazy or what? Well, I think it's crazy when we're having these conversations about uh, and, and the Omicron. As far as I can tell from the Omicron and, and what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and what I'm reading is you can be vaccinated, you can be unvaccinated, you can still get it. Right. Uh, but it's not, not going to hurt you. It's not near as deadly as yeah. As, uh, Previous incarnations of the virus, um, you know. So if that's the case, if you know, it's a roll of the dice either way, right? I mean, whether you're going to get it and how it's going to affect you, and you know, what what there. But this is the problem that I have with what's going on: is we're making people who have different beliefs than us criminals. We're yeah, not, you know, they're, they're, they're
1: considering a lot of Americans outlaws.
0: Well, yeah, and it's it, we're fighting against ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, instead of saying, "Hey, you know, that's my neighbor, and they chose to be unvaccinated or they chose to be vaccinated," I support my neighbor. I mean, what does it say in the Bible about your neighbor? Yeah, love your neighbor as yourself. Right. Oh, so, uh, so check this I, I mean, out. So check this out. Uh-huh. Here's
1: here's another sure. piece of the survey. Uh huh. They asked on the poll. Here, here's this is crazy. This gets crazy right here. Now they say, they ask the question, do you think people who are unvaccinated should have a tracking system put onto them? Oh, great. Yeah, uh, independents all agreed and said no. Conservatives okay. said no. 28% of Democrats say yes.
0: Well... You know, I you know, and I think there's <laughs> there's always gonna be people in these polls that that don't answer truthfully and that's mm-hmm. that's you know, whatever they wanna do. I never trust a poll for anything, yeah. but during these times, whenever you see one political side of the country leaning heavily one way about, you know, folks who are unvaccinated should be locked up or, or mm-hmm. whatever. Or and tracked, this was done by whatever. a left
1: leaning uh
0: polling organization. Well, I mean You know, I I mean, and the thing we got to understand, and and this is the thing about the media, is they're all interested in clicks and money. Yep, clickbaiters. Yeah, yeah. and so they're going to put something up like this, and the headline's going to be, many Americans should be in prison. Yes. (laughs) Well, as a matter of fact, they don't care care about any American, these guys. Or or could the unvaccinated go to jail? Right? (laughs) Something (laughs) like that. and it's fear mongering. It's 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 reaching people at the basis uh, of, of life, and, and trying to scare them, trying to fear them, because that's when people read stuff, when they look at stuff, when they get views on social media. Yeah,
1: have you ever heard of this? It is called the Complete Lives System. Not as far as I know. Yeah, it's it's something that talks about socialism and medicine. It's. Uh, uh, I don't know if you heard of the not Rahm Emanuel, but I think it's his son or nephew. That's, okay, that's in with the Biden crime family organization. Uh, okay, <clears throat> yes, he's he's starting this system, and it talks about uh, prioritizing people
0: by ethnic groups to get medicines. Wow. Yes, wow. yes, yeah, we're we're. See, this is the problem that's bothering me right now. On one hand, we're talking about racism and how we want to make everybody more <laughs> uh, equal. On the other hand, we're saying, hey, let's kick up racism a notch or two. What do you say? Mm-hmm. And start classifying people by the color of their skin. This does not make sense. Mm-hmm. It's either one or the other that we're trying to have less racism in this country. Yeah. Or we're trying to have more and classify people by their, by their ethnic origin. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Yeah.
1: And, and it's set and it's set and in this guy, uh Zeke Emanuel, this guy is like gaslighting this whole situation. And and, ba- and basically, you know, this all started in the Obama uh regime. Uh-huh. Uh uh th- basically uh they they're doing this by race and by age groups.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: Okay. Um but <laughs> th- their their mission is to eliminate the people that are over fifty that have uh, minor comorbidities.
0: That, well, there that's was their a mission. Movie. There was a movie I seen when I was a kid, and I remember going to the theater to see it. It was called Logan's Run. Uh-huh. And I, at that time, that movie was about, if if, if you were 30, they, they basically, the government, you know, eliminated you, let's say. I mean, eliminated right. Your and And so everything to me is sounding like a movie I've seen before, right? Mm-hmm. Everything to me is sounding like... you. You, you expect that stuff like this will be imagined for a movie or entertainment sake, but this is our government. This is the people we elect to office. And they're saying they're elitist and and you don't matter. True. And you're just a number and we're going to get rid of you. Yep. That's exactly yeah. what
1: it is. This is like Hitler-esque and Stalin's and yeah, Karl Marx type say, situations.
0: Uh, makes a return. When you have some of these people who are in elected office claiming... Uh, you know, racism in this country and that's a problem and this is a problem. No, they're not interested in that. They're interested in eliminating you. They're interested in eliminating the working man and woman who've made this country. Right. And that's what they're interested in. Don't get confused by what they're talking about. <laughs> you know, don't get confused. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, unfortunately, this is a part of the the NWO agenda also. This this all this all plays in together, with uh, you know people like Klaus Schwab and you know George right. Soros, and right. and now and now we're hearing that somebody is pulling the strings behind uh, Klaus
0: Schwab. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. It's it's folks who want this one world government. It's folks who don't want countries to be independent. They just want to run the world. They just want to as tears for fears. Everybody wants to rule the world apparently. mm Hmm. You know, sang in that song in the 80s. So, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> that's what it seems to be about is it seems to be about, um, you know, I, there's a, a speech that Biden made. And I can't remember if it was after his elected president or before, but he talked. He about can't remember nothing either. Nothing so great about being an American. It's mm-hmm. nothing special. And, uh, we, you know, we want an Obama. Uh, we want to, you know, uh, people, you know, people can't control themselves. Uh, we need to have a, a one world uh, you know, organization uh, running the world. Isn't that ridiculous? It it is completely ridiculous.
1: So now these people are trying to subjugate everyone into submitting to this. And you know, what did Rahm Emanuel say? He said, never let a crisis go to waste. Right. (laughs) And boy, and, and they're taking advantage of it full blown. See, they know. That they have one more shot at this and they know they can't right. blow it right now. That's why they keep pushing the
0: envelope. Well, yeah, and I, I think that the clock is running out on them because of such a leftist turn on the political landscape, right? Mm-hmm. And people are, are people are waking up and going, This is not right. This is not right at all. Right? Right. They're, that's what they're, you know, realizing. I mean, is wow, this is this is about control. This isn't about Uh, protecting uh, the citizens of the country. This is about having control over people, medical control, uh, societal control over, over uh, uh, Americans.
1: Yeah. And you know, and you know, uh, Bill Gates did an event 201 type uh, simulation where 65 million people supposedly died of some type of uh, pestilence. And and yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, Bill Gates, man, whenever he's at the head of the ham on something, There's something popping off with that.
0: (laughs) It it, it sure seems like it. You know, it it, uh, definitely seems to be, you know, it's such a scary, scary place. And the thing is, sooner or later, we're all going to have to come together on this before it's too late. Oh, yeah. You know, before these things come to fruition, you know, Mm -hmm. and that clock is ticking. That clock is, you know, if it was a football game, we're kind of at the two minute warning here. And we've got yeah. one more drive down the field. Mm-hmm. And, uh, God's, you know, let, God's
1: letting everybody see what's happening. He's like, okay, who's going to wake up? Okay, I guess we better push the envelope to the finish
0: line. Right, right. You know? And so, I think
1: that's where it's going.
0: If, it's if sure people don't wake up. I mean, you know, I mean, if if you've read the Bible, if you've, you know, some of these things are, are coming to fruition at a very quick rate. Um, I never thought are, I'd
1: see it in my lifetime.
0: Yeah, I mean these, these are things that have in the last fifty years moved very, very quickly to mm-hmm. you know things that we didn't even think were possible uh, from a governmental uh, stance thirty years ago now are happening. Um, so I mean, or twenty years ago, or ten years ago, or mm-hmm. you know, maybe even five years ago. I mean, just look back five years; it seemed like we lived in a different world yeah. than we do now. Yeah, you know, it seemed like seemed like things were a lot brighter. You know, <laughs> seems like you're able to say <laughs> when you woke up every morning <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean things have really changed and you know it's you know it's, you know the, the only the the good one of the good things that, that could happen is is how the political landscape i think is going to swing back to more of a conservative approach in in the midterm elections um but You know, I mean, that means, what, we got another year before that happens. Exactly. Uh, And what's going to happen then? Are the conservatives going to sit
1: there in their seats on their hands and do nothing like they did the first time around?
0: Well, that's what you got to wonder, you know, Uh is are these people so filled with political power that, um, you know, they really don't care about their constituents and they're in there for a money grab? And if that's the case, then we all need to work. Yeah, we need to get them out. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. but you know, I think the thing too is we have to be we have to be positive and we have to take a stand where we can before it's too late. That's right, and if yeah. anybody on either side of the Iowa, we know the
1: lefties, they got it going on right now, and they're letting their cards show, and that's mm-hmm. not good for them at the end. So, right. here's where we're going to go with this. If there are any rhinos out there that are running for office, get out of the way, or we're just going <laughs> to do that for you.
0: How's that sound, huh? That sounded that sounded like uh, they might be flushed down the drain. <laughs> yeah, with the little,
1: uh, what's that uh, that uh, liquid plumber stuff that we right. used to use? Right, Drano. Yeah. Drano. Drano, there we go. We're going to go Drano on them. That's it. Right.
0: Oh man. Uh, yeah. So well, I mean yeah. It, it, yeah. You it, mean it just, I, I think it's it, it's amazing. I think, you know, the things that we hear and see every day in the media are are just unbelievable. I mean, think about journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, just from a standpoint of where journalism is now and <laughs> it was just uh, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um and now you have it's hard to find somebody that is really trying to do a story and really trying to give you the story in an unbiased way. That's a really hard thing to find. Yeah, without it, a it political is really agenda difficult. Yeah, without it is. pushing uh, one side or the other.
1: Yeah, it's truly difficult. And it, it's actually absolutely asinine. Just asinine to see everything mm-hmm. falling apart. Yep. Um right. people, I'm telling you, you better wake up before it's too late when you wake up one morning and all of your rights are gone. Ronald Reagan warned about this, and so
0: did Eisenhower. Right, right. So come on, people. Well, well you think about it. Each each uh, you know decade, we've gotten less and less, kept less and less of our rights. Right. I mean, yes, it, it, it's not been a quick thing, but it's been this right taken away, that right taken away. Uh, you have to wear a seatbelt. Uh, you got to wear a mask, uh, type of thing. Right. And, yeah. and so, as each of those things, as the government tells you what you have to do. Then, and those freedoms don't come back. It's kind of like taxes, right? Once once it's a tax, guess what? It's there forever. It oh,
1: like. man, that's true. Speaking of taxes, you know the state of California, Gavin Scroosome and the rest of his bureaucrats are doubling down on doubling the tax for households.
0: Oh, that's terrific. That's <laughs> a, he's such a... He's such a great guy. He really
1: yeah, he's really a great toss-off. All yeah. right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Boy. But of course. I, oh, you know, um, I heard uh, who was it that's not going to run uh, in the uh, governor uh, election? Larry Elder. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was. I was hoping he was going to run again. I was hoping that that was, you know, kind of practice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That that is kind of sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, we get somebody else to step up and, uh, you know, uh, kind of take California in a different direction. I think California definitely needs a different direction.
1: Yeah, I was hoping and, it was Richard Grinnell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we just don't know yet.
0: <laughs> no.
1: No. So on the lighter note. Okay. If there yeah. is one, <laughs> of right. course there is, because we're going to talk about Rex's Wine Tours.
0: Yeah, yeah we are. Uh, we've got two wineries we're visiting this week. Uh, Element 79 Vineyards in Fairplay, California, which is uh, outside of Sacramento by about an hour uh, up towards Lake Tahoe. And so we'll be visiting, uh, uh, the vineyard there and, uh, checking out some wine. And then we'll also be in a place called Apple Hill, which is, uh, once again, uh, on highway 50 towards Lake Tahoe. Uh, and we will be visiting uh, crystal basin cellars. And, uh, wow. Yeah. So we're, uh, staying busy. And then, uh, We've got some other things that are in, uh, in the hopper, but, uh, you know, staying really busy. So far hey, is,
1: isn't that the place where they have like the apple orchards and you can yeah, buy like yeah, the yeah, cider. Exactly.
0: Exactly. It's kind of, you know, I, I don't know if it's world famous, but at least in, in this neck of the woods, everybody loves to go. To I've apple been there.
1: Dinner. Oh, you have? Okay, yes.
0: Well, yes. Have. We've been there and it's awesome. Oh, it is. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you got uh, apple orchards up there, you got farms, uh, Christmas tree farms, you got wineries, you got, uh, you know, a lot of agricultural type things. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're uh, it's a fun place to visit for everybody. For As everybody.
1: a matter of fact, uh, they sell spiked apple cider there.
0: Yes, they do. They, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they will take care of it with yeah, uh, anything with an apple, I think. If it has an apple, they got it.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? the The apple orchards are really nice up there. And there's oh, yeah, a lot of great. apple
0: pie. Yeah, it's gotten so busy up there in the last year or so or whatever uh, that now they ask people not to come up here on the weekends because it's, it's, it's like just packed with cars and people. And so if you can, go middle of the week. Yeah, you know, when I mean, it's not busy, yeah, go
1: like on a Tuesday or Wednesday,
0: like right, when kids exactly, are in school. Yeah. Yeah, right. it's a great place, and, and we've went up there for years, my family, and, uh, you know, we've always loved it. And then, uh, you know, we worked with uh, one of our major uh, major uh, winery accounts is up there, Crystal Basin Cellars. And, mm-hmm. uh, so we're up there a lot for them. We also worked with the uh, El Dorado County Farm Trails, which is kind of all those farms. Yes. And so good videos for them as well. Um, and that was fun. That was fun to show the farms and, uh, you know, show the agriculture, show what goes into your food. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody passed me an apple pie <laughs> uh, <laughs> Watch the sugar my friend watch the sugar yeah I know I know I, I'm just saying that I, I can't eat it anymore so um, you know, it, it's, so uh, who's gonna it's a drink the place. wine for you apple frit- <laughs> don't forget the apple fritters up there and the apple donuts and, oh. you know, like if uh if it, it has an apple there you know you'll get, you'll get pretty much anything that's uh, made out of an apple. <laughs> but, who's yeah. gonna drink the wine for you now <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean you know you just gotta you just gotta watch it and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah yeah exactly maybe one sip instead of a whole glass you know, so that, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's uh but i mean it's a fun place to visit apple hill if you get the chance uh, you know definitely uh late summer early fall it's a great place to visit
1: hey you know what there's more exciting news. Rex on the
0: Road is also doing afternoon drives. Yes. Yeah, we got a we got a little radio show that's uh you know having some fun. Uh, from what I understand, uh the radio station last year had 20 million listeners. So that's kind of cool. And uh you know, we do the afternoon show from 2 to 6 every uh you know, every afternoon during the week. But, uh, I understand you might be uh doing a little radio show on the uh, uh, Yeah. As well. yeah,
1: yeah. It's been going around the rumor mill that I might do one. Yes.
0: Yeah. That would be great, to, great to have you on the team. And uh, that should be good. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah.
1: I'm yeah. still waiting well, for hey, Bud's answer. You no, know,
0: I mean, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's a seventies based format. We're having some fun. Uh, you know, uh, we'll be on the air today, two to six, uh, talking about Bob Saget, talking about the NFL playoffs and, uh, letting everybody know what's going on with Rex on the road this week. We're kind of got a busy week, so uh, that's good. And uh, looking forward to uh, getting back on the road. Well, you know, if I do a uh,
1: 70s show, you're going to hear a lot of Bee Gees. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I
0: have the Bee Gees coming up this afternoon, I understand. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a lot of Bee Gees. Don't forget (laughs) about the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Um. Super Tramp, uh, what you got, uh, you got all kinds of good stuff from the 70s. So uh, A little you know, jive nothing, talking. N- nothing but an eight-track tape, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Just rolling. Uh, yeah, so it's a lot of fun. You'll have fun, man. You'll have fun. Oh, I, have I'm, I'm sure
1: I will. You know, I, I love free radio.
0: Yeah, I mean, radio should be free, like this country, right? Yeah, it should be free. <laughs> and that so hey here here's something about the, the uh the channel i got an email the other day uh from our buddy bud who who runs the radio bud so, crest too. shout out say what bud crest shout out <laughs> yeah yeah and uh so he sent me an email and it was from a listener in south africa who was up late at night that's when the afternoon show is on there and uh, said that he couldn't. He couldn't sleep, and he was listening to T Rex. And thanks for the great music. So, I mean, we are hearing from people all over the world. I mean, nice. That's it, it, kind of cool, you know. So, uh, you know, and it's, you know, we all need. We all need music, especially now. You know. Yeah, yeah. Back, a little bit of original. Music.
1: Absolutely, one hundred percent. We need that. So, yeah. and I know you're talking to Dusty Baker's people, right?
0: Yeah, I, I got an email from uh, Dusty Baker's winery. Uh, Dusty Baker, of course, uh, the Major League Baseball manager, manager of the year, right, for the Houston Astros, has a winery in West Sacramento. And and we did some work with them before. And uh, we're supposed to get a call from them today that maybe they want to do uh, some more videos and, and have uh, maybe Dusty on the radio show. and You know, hang out and show uh, people what Dusty Baker does uh, on his days off from baseball, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Ten thousand yeah. dollars just because he's Dusty,
0: right? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, he's a local guy. He's from this area and uh, grew up here. And so, you know, everybody loves Dusty Baker. We had a chance to interview him last year. He seems like a great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fun uh, to interview him because I've been a, a fan of of the Giants when he was the manager. I remember him as a player for uh, uh, some team in Southern California. I can't remember who now. But, yes, yes, um, and the then Dodgers. He for my Giants. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah. So, uh, but I, we don't say that word here. Okay? <laughs> so we don't, yeah. You don't say don't it up say, there. That's we right. We don't say we just go that team in LA. Okay. <laughs> you um, know, it's so funny. And, Dodger fans so invade the Giants. Ball we're talking about. We don't say, we don't say Dodgers. Okay. Oh, you just it's said it. Word. It's a bad word. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, but, uh, and Dusty may have some more time on his hands with baseball with them, with that lockout. I don't know when that's going to get resolved. So, uh, you know, he may uh, be looking for things to do during what would normally be baseball season. Exactly. Uh, but with yeah.
1: baseball, you know, they might need a lockout because nobody's going to be able to watch anyway because they charge you for the MLB app and you can't watch right. your home teams play. So, right, what's right, the right. difference? Like I'm a
0: Giants fan. I got the MLB app the last couple of years and I was like, cool, I'll be able to watch my Giants games, throw it on my phone if I'm, you know, working during the day for a couple of minutes, see what's going on with the game. That would be great. Right. Uh, No dice. You you can watch it after you hear the score. And and, and (laughs) you can watch it on replay. Yeah, Um, and it plays an hour after the game. Yeah, or two hours after the game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but if I become a Detroit Tigers fan, I'll be okay. You know, if I I become a a Yankees fan again, I'll be okay. But, you know, I can't watch uh, the Giants, the Oakland A's. I don't even think I could watch the Dodgers. You know, if, if I would ever even do such a thing. Um No, you can't. It's weird
1: how they have that done in California.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's like any California team. You're not watching it live. Have a good day. Okay. Oh, thanks, yeah. Okay. Pretty thanks
1: for day. giving me my charging me $49.99 a month.
0: Yeah, well, they're they're uh, commercial, and I just heard it not too long ago. And their commercial is kind of sneaky if you listen to it. Catch all catch all the teams live and on demand. The on-demand is is your home team. And if I miss a live game, I can catch it on-demand later. Yeah, that's your home team. No, that's not (laughs) the way it works. You'll be able to catch your team on-demand in a replay. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, plug your ears all day. You know the the Giants and Dodgers are playing. Just plug your ears all day. And... uh, and then later tonight, you can act like it's a live game when you're watching uh, watching the rewind.
1: Ridiculous, just ridiculous. I think Rob Manfred is the worst. You know, I think
0: everybody's kind of coming around to that 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 way of thinking. And uh, do you know? I mean, the players and the owners uh, met for seven minutes either this year or around the holidays and haven't met since to resolve this lockout issue. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to meet for a while. Yeah, it, it sure doesn't look like uh, anything's going to come to you know fruition of uh, solving this uh, predicament uh, anytime soon.
1: It, it's, ridicu- it's ridiculous what's happening right now in
0: baseball. Well, I, I don't understand it. Baseball right now, of all the major sports, I think is in the most trouble as far as having fans, people watch the games. There's older guys who are baseball fans like myself who grew up with baseball. But baseball hasn't done anything to approach the younger audience and say, hey, you know, baseball's a great game and show its young stars like the NBA does or the NFL. Um, and so baseball's just kind of sat there and said, you can watch us or not. We'll take your money. Uh, we don't really care if you're a fan or not. And we really don't care if uh, do you want to watch us or you don't want to watch us or if you want to come to a game or you don't want to come to a game. So and, and at least that's the way I think the fans feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got young stars like Mike Trout of the Angels who should be the face of, of Major League Baseball and yet they don't do anything I, these folks aren't on social media uh, showing you know practice or, or just you know just being just being a, a human and, and being relatable to an audience and, and talking about you know what whether it be baseball or, or other things and right. yet, you, know, you look at the NBA you look at the NFL and, and these guys are all over social media and uh, really growing the brand of their league.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really sad. Now, when the sport teams are locked out, the players do not get paid, right? That's what I understand. Okay. That's,
0: that's uh, what I understand is that they're, you know, they're not paid. I mean, the big thing is they're locked out of uh, their workout facilities, right? So they can't, you know, at least go to the team, uh, the team workout uh, facilities, whether that be uh, in spring training, uh, spring training camps or. Or whether that be you know wherever uh, that his team affiliated, so uh, so it's a it's not a good thing, you know. So and I, I think baseball has has a choice to make. They can they can really kill the league by this thing going on for however long. Oh, that'd be or awesome. Can, or they can resolve it and really try to grow the game. I think it's the worst worst thing that could happen. In Uh-oh. fact, uh, right now you might hear a siren. That's the kind of problem baseball is having. That's a four-alarm fire, my friends. Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean, baseball's in all kinds of trouble, I think, just from that standpoint. Not because the product's bad. I don't think it's a bad product on the field. No. But I think in a lot of other ways, it's not inviting a a new audience to go, hey, become a fan of baseball.
1: This is a great game. Yeah, it's crazy what's happening with baseball. Now, I used to watch a lot of baseball. Sure. And and, and now it's like... I a minute! You want to watch it right now because they're not—they're not doing what they're supposed to do with the fan experience. It's hor—It's horribly uh, marketed.
0: Um, mm-hmm. yep. The front office of baseball is just horrendous. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll point to my Giants. I think the Giants do a, a good job of, of relating to the fans. You notice you didn't uh, say great. You said good. <laughs> Well, yeah I, I mean but I think that they've done a, a, a good job I mean especially if we grade them against other teams and if we grade them against the league you yeah, know they, yeah. they, they they salute players who played for them in the past they they talk about except for Aubrey Huff their MVP right <laughs> there you, oh yeah your buddy your buddy your pal and uh, but uh, yeah except uh, except for mr. Huff but um <laughs> I, but I, I think that they've they do a above average job per the league if you grade them against the rest of the league, uh, but still I think that that needs to be even more so. And major league baseball probably needs to take a clue from, you know, I think the Dodgers do a good job with social media or their YouTube channel or, or what have you too. Yeah, but as far as the league is concerned,
1: they they should but, they should like make that mandatory that all of the teams
0: do that. Right, right, and I think that that's you know what they need to do. And I mean, the thing is, is the league, the problem, one of the problems that they're having with the lockout is you've got teams that aren't spending any money to put a compelling product on the field. Um, Hmm. You know, and so, you know, you gotta, you gotta make sure that everybody's at least trying to compete, right? That trying to compete at a fair level where, you know, we're not going to spend any money, the Oakland A's, we're not going to spend any money and we'll see what happens. Well, that's not fair to the fans of your team, mm-hmm. you know. When they're going to a game and they're like, eh, "I don't know, man," you know, it, <laughs> it'll be nice to see the A's play today. But you know, I don't hold out much hope that they're going to win. They got a bunch of AAA uh, product on the field and, and no role major league quality players. Not that they can't become good, but you know, I think you, I think there needs to be a certain amount of money that every team should spend on on competitive balance. You know, one hundred.
1: Percent, one hundred percent. All right, before we end, before we end the show, uh-huh. I have something to play for you, and I okay. just want your comment, or yeah. in a few words, on what okay. this guy says. They're gonna put okay. you all
0: back in chains.
1: Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Was
0: that Denzel? <laughs> it's, Joe Biden sounded like Denzel, didn't he? Well, I, I mean, I just, the small part I heard at first, I, I thought I, I heard uh, Denzel. When he says they're going to the put Denzel. y'all back in chains. He's a great guy. <laughs> our, our friends, our leader, our, uh, our dictator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the regime leader. You know, and the thing is is, is, is let's talk Joe Biden for a second. Can we do we have time on the show? Yeah, yeah. The guys a racist. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. OK, the guy said the weirdest things his whole political career. But let's look back like 20 years ago with Joe Biden. You know, he would always end up saying something knucklehead, you know, racist, uh, just really weird stuff. But he was not this this communist guy. He was not this socialistic leader that we see before us today.
1: The, whatever his bank account says, that's what he is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he either took uh, a lot of money from China or uh, he took a <laughs> lot of money from China. That's your choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but my gosh, I mean, dude, you know, sell out. You know, the term sell out. We all know what that means. Right? Yes. Yes. You know? it, did this guy just sell out to like every other country in the world? Oh, he's capitulated to Iran and everyone else. That's what I'm saying. Did he just decide, you know, it just doesn't pay to be an American anymore? Uh, you know, yeah. You know, he did everything in his first few days in office to destroy our energy independence. <laughs> you know? And then we wonder why gas prices are higher. Well, we're importing again, kids. We're importing. So let's go, Brandon. I'm... Yeah. It's <laughs> just. Uh... So uh, that's a few of my thoughts. Uh, I'm sure I will have more later, but uh, that account seems be, uh, yeah, it seems to be the, the quota. I met my quota. Yeah, and I think 90% of America feels that way right now. <laughs> well, I think, you know, the weird thing is when you have people that voted for him and they're just as uh, confused, I think, um, just if they were honest with you. Right. If you sat down with somebody that voted for him, they would go. I think they would go. I didn't think it would be this bad. I didn't think it would go this way. Biden's remorse. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of disheartened Americans uh, on both political sides of the fence. Um, Yeah. I think, you know, uh, I think that there's this is a ball of confusion. And I don't think any of us have all the answers to how we unravel this how we, you know, get back to, you know, just what we were a few years, a few short years ago, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and you can feel about Trump the way you want. You can feel about Biden the way you want. But the bottom line is this country is about Americans and us supporting each other. Exactly. And uh, And we got to kick the government out of the way,
1: like Ronald Reagan said.
0: Well, it's sure looking that way. It sure looks uh, like president Reagan uh, was, you know, prophetic in, in his, his thing with the city on the hill and, and uh, all the things that Reagan said during his presidency. Um, but, you know, I, I think, you know, at first, years and years ago, this was a slow slide, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's it, it sped up in the last couple years to we are where we are now. And all of us as Americans need to care about these things. And I think some people are still having their eyes closed. 100%. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, they're shutting their eyes and they're like, I don't want to see it. Don't tell me about it, you know, (laughs) because it's just too much. But, I mean, that doesn't do anything for us as a country. No, no, not at all. As as Americans. Not at Uh, all. You know, it just means that those people are going to take that not paying attention to a permission to enslave America. And that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. Now, what would Daniel Boone say about all this? Oh, I, you know, my ancestor, Daniel Boone. Uh, he would have been probably grabbing a gun a long time before this. Uh, <laughs> before it all got out of hand. You know, uh, I I have a lot of my family, uh, you know, comes from the pages of history, I guess you could say. Yes. Um, and, you know, they, the only thing I can say is they believed in American freedom. You know, take Daniel Boone, who didn't want to live like 30 miles close to somebody. Right. <laughs> he wanted his freedom. He wanted to be, Left alone, and I'm sure he didn't want big government telling him what to do. Um, and and now look where we are, mm-hmm. Mr. Kentucky and, himself, yeah, yeah, founded Kentucky. And uh, you know, and uh, you know, I, I think you know, the same thing we could ask of George Washington, Jefferson, all those guys, I think that they 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 would be rolling over in their graves right now. I'm sure of it, where things seem to be headed, yeah, but. Mm. where things seem to be going. But, you know, I feel positive about this. Is I feel like a great awakening is coming about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel that things, as bleak as they look right now, there's a brighter day ahead, and it's going to happen. And and, and our, our government isn't going to be able to stop that. If all the people decide, we want our freedoms. Look what happened in Italy. At a soccer yes. game, everyone took off their mask at once. Um, you know? And those and people so were in again, the thousands, as, as, as our forefathers did, and our foremothers. Um, they had to take a stand for freedom, and they put their life on the line. And we're more than likely, probably, at least headed down that road. Yep, and I'm ready to go for it. Yeah, I, you know, I say, hey, you know, don't give up, don't give up. Our ancestors fought too hard for this to be what it was during most of our lifetime. For mm-hmm. us to let this happen, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I, my family, uh, Native American, Irish, Scottish, uh, you know, named almost the authenticity and, and we're right there. Um, but they fought, they fought for this country in wars. They, exactly. they, fought settle, they fought to settle the West. They fought for their freedom. And, and, and through hard work, and life was hard, and we're all upset if we don't get a, a latte that day from Starbucks. Yes,
1: and and they also fought to end slavery,
0: right? You know, and what I'm tired of is everybody looking in history <laughs> um, and saying <laughs> because they were a white person, um, and they're judging them with one brush, saying that they were a racist. Exactly, right? exactly. I, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's right, and. There's some people who did some good things who may, we may politically not agree with on everything. Right. Okay? Right. But, but what gives these people a right to act like they're holier than, holier than now uh, about making a judgment when, when really some of the attitudes we see from people today are just as racist as any time in our country? Oh, my goodness, like you wouldn't believe But yet they'll talk about somebody being a racist, and yet their actions show you, you know, that they're judging people by color, too. Exactly. And they're the real racist. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. to me, it it just doesn't make sense. (laughs) There's no easy answer here. It's it's like everything is upside down. And And and, inside uh, out, brother. Right, yeah. And it's like, how did this happen? You know, in our lifetimes go from, you know... Whatever yeah. it was to now, I mean, it's a different a different country now than it was. Oh, and I want to give a shout out to the wealthiest
1: African American in okay. Elon Musk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, you know, he's a real African American. Well, hey, I mean, you know, we all have our heritage. We're all yeah. We're all a, a lot of things, and I mean yeah. If, mm-hmm. Whether we want to claim that or not, I mean that's the deal. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, yeah. You know, I, I think I, I think people get upset when I say that, but I, 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 I choose not to use that terminology on the show not unless someone actually did come from Africa.
0: <laughs> right 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 Well
1: you know I, and he's I, a real African American. He came from South Africa.
0: And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah and there's you know the thing is is I, I just find it really weird that we're judging people basically like we did 200 years ago. Oh man, isn't uh, it crazy? Is that it, it, we're supposedly an enlightened society we're supposedly uh, have, have more education at our fingertips than, than our ancestors had Woo! in their whole lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and yet, and yet we're all falling in, we're falling into these old political traps, which are, you know, the, the Democrats are going to try to divide everybody. The conservatives are going to try to divide everybody and let's all, you know, the worst thing that can happen is keep getting caught up in these political fires. Banana right? in the tailpipe trick. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, just it's the sad. oldest I, trick I just in the book.
0: For, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Rex, we can find you on the socials, right? Yes, you sure can. You can find me uh, on the Facebook page, Rex on the Road Media. You could also hashtag Rex on the Radio on on any social media platform. Uh, And uh, you can also find us on Twitter at T-Rex Radio. uh, Yes, sir. T-Rex Radio. Yes, ladies and
1: gentlemen, once again, my brother, Mr. T-Rex Radio. Yeah, buddy.
0: Woo! Yes. Thank you, you, my friend. And it's always fun, uh, you know, chit-chatting on the old podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, please love and follow the podcast on
1: Podbean.com. We're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and wherever you should download podcasts. And please love and follow the podcast and give us a good rating. And yes, you can catch T-Rex Radio on Instagram. Also, he posts a lot of good stuff and videos from the wineries. And he does go to places where they have good eats too. So he does it, wine and eats. Nice. I think you
0: covered it all there. Yes,
1: yes, indeed. God bless you. God bless America. God bless the rest of the world and pray for people that are being suppressed in different countries because it is happening right now on steroids. And before it goes full-blown here, America, all I have to do is tell you to stand up. This has been the kennel right here. On potbean.com, a Money Bin production with myself, Vin Dog Radio, baby.